Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really could have devoured him And from that point then we hear a name change Rearrange the game so now we gotta change uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Chris, episode 258. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. It is great to have you on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is Chris Featherstone at Crave Wrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Crave Wrestling, Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Uh, this is the second time this wonderful, wonderful man has uh, been on my show. Uh, the last time was uh, 2015. We uh, had a lot to talk about. He was still very ROH uh, uh, proud, proud, proudly an ROH uh, roster member. Uh, and his hard work and dedication uh, has gotten has got him to a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to win his first major world heavyweight championship. Uh, of course, WWE TNA ROH is usually the major United States recognized uh, promotions. This guy, he's won titles all over the globe, but this here could be his pinnacle at at such. With, with such a fine uh, 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 skills and, and experience over 20 years, ladies and gentlemen, he was uh, once called a fallen angel, but now he's called almighty. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you once again on the show, 
none other than Christopher Daniels. How are you tonight, sir? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's great to have you back on the show, man. And uh, it's been since 2015 since we we've talked on the show. Uh, we communicate often, you know, via text and things like that. But uh, as far as you being on the show, it's uh, it's great to have you. And what a difference two years make. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, two years later. Here we are. Absolutely, and 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 you are. Uh, having an opportunity to, to to become Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. How does that feel? Uh, it feels great, man. It's been a long time coming. I, You know, a, a lot of people have been uh, tweeting me and contacting me and telling me how much they're behind me for the, the match coming up Friday. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a great feeling to know that uh, you've got the support of so many people behind you. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think it's one of those things that, you know, uh, it's it's evident how talented you are in the ring. I mean, that's <laughs> you, there, that's not without question. But, it's, you know, I think we talked about this last time you are on the show that, you know, I think I even asked you how come uh, Ring of Honor uh, have not, you've not had that opportunity to, to become uh, world champion. I know that you've been close many times the, the the first ring of honor world championship match you were in and and uh and you almost had an opportunity to do it then 15 years later you have another opportunity and, and, uh, and you know you have so many people behind you because of the excellent uh, uh ring work that you've done and the experience that you have so in this whole uh picture here about you becoming uh world champion you've lost some friends along the way uh, namely, uh, your your, your uh, former partner in crime, uh, Frankie Kazarian, former addiction member, and he went rogue on you, Chris, and uh, he actually stole a lot of your, your both of your ways. And I guess in a way, you see the error of your ways because you're starting to become more of a fan favorite. But you haven't been a fan, you haven't been a baby face or a fan favorite in quite some time and in multiple years as a solo competitor, I know that uh, you and Frankie came in as faces as a team. How does it feel being kind of a, a different character now as far as being more of a fan favorite from a solo perspective? Well, I mean, honestly, I haven't changed anything. It's just the way people have reacted to me right. since Ladder War. True. I, mean, I haven't done anything different. I've just been doing the best I can to continue to rush at that top level. Um, so, I mean, it's not anything that I've done uh, specifically. So, so yeah, I mean, um, you know, as far as Frankie making the decisions that he made, um, you know, I guess he felt like Adam Cole has my number and he thinks that Adam Cole was going to, to beat me and then, you know, probably end my career. And so he, he thought that he needed to make a, a plan for himself, which didn't include me, which... You know, I don't agree with that, but I mean, I'm not going to think about that right now. I'm going to wait until March 11th to worry about what Frankie Kazarian did, because if I start thinking about it now, then him and Adam Cole have sort of, you know, the plan has worked for them. Yeah. And uh, right now I'm just going to concentrate on the important thing, which is March 10th and Adam Cole and that World Heavyweight Championship. Absolutely. And there's been many uh, times that you've Adam Cole, you and Adam Cole have, uh, have scuffled and, and, and 
kind of tease the audience as far as uh, uh, what to expect at the 15th anniversary. What can you let the audience know how, as far as what to expect with your match with Adam Cole? Well, I mean, I'm I'm going into this match with the mentality I'm putting all my chips on the table. Like, this could be my last world championship opportunity mm-hmm. in Ring of Honor. And, um, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't take that lightly. Right. I've been thinking about this ever since I won the Decade of Excellence Tournament. And Adam Cole, despite being the first Ring of Honor three-time world champion, um, you know, he's still a man and he still has weaknesses. And uh, it's my job as the strategist that I profess to be to figure those out in time for Friday and to, to capitalize on them to become champ. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just say that uh, all the fans get what they want, or most of the fans get what they want, and somehow you pull you pull it off. You become Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, just kind of let me let me know just as far as just a snapshot of your whole career. What does being Ring of Honor World Champion represent to you? Well, I mean, Ring of Honor has always been the place where people come to to prove that they are the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the reputation of Ring of Honor was built with guys like Low-Key and Brian Danielson and Samoa Joe and uh, CM Punk and Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards and Roderick Strong and Tyler Black. I mean, I can go on and on. And, and uh, you know, you add Jay Briscoe and Jay Lethal and Adam Cole even to that list. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, being able to put my name in that company of, um, of talented wrestlers and, and being known as the best wrestler in that company at the time, um, you know, that's, that, that means a lot, especially all the time that I put into ring of honor to try and make it the best wrestling promotion I could, um, being able to be the world champion for them. Finally, uh, it would be a complete honor. Yeah, absolutely. So you've you traveled all over the globe. You've wrestled so many people from Ring of Honor. Is there one person that you haven't wrestled yet in ROA that you would love to? Um, yeah, I think like right now, I think the the, the first person that comes to my mind is Marty Skrull. Mm-hmm. I mean, as as ROH television champion, um, he's certainly become uh, 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 a hot commodity for Ring of Honor, and um, he's become very popular in this last year, and he's certainly a talented wrestler and somebody that I'd love to prove myself against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good really good choice. So, speaking of Bullet Club, real quick, there's some another person who uh, is, is in the Bullet Club, uh, similar to, to Frankie Kazarian. That person is Cody. Uh, have you had any type of wrestling experience with Cody before? And for some reason, I think Christopher Daniels versus Cody would absolutely tear the house down. Have you ever thought about that? Well, I absolutely have. And I mean, I certainly, uh, you know, I see the terrain, the lay of the land in Ring of Honor and understand that, uh, you know, Cody, Cody Rhodes came into Ring of Honor looking to prove that he was, uh, you know, a top flight athlete, a top flight wrestler, and he's proven that so far. Yeah. And um, by joining the Bullet Club, he's sort of, cast his lot with, with a bunch of guys that are successful throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I love the opportunity to work with Cody, to wrestle against Cody. Um, we had one tag match in Texas uh, earlier in February, 
myself and Frankie against him and Adam Cole. But um, I don't expect that to be the last time that Cody and I cross paths. Nice. Good stuff. Once again, let the listeners know what to expect on on Friday and where to find the 15th anniversary show for Ring of Honor. Well, uh, the main event, myself, Christopher Daniels, going for the Ring of Honor World Championship against Adam Cole. Um, in addition, you got the Hardys defending the tag titles against the Bucks and Rapungi Vice. Um, you got the Briscoes and Bully Ray wrestling War Machine and Davey Boy Smith Jr. Um, Marty Scurll defending the TV title against Leo Rush. Uh, just and, and top to bottom, just a great card. Uh, the best wrestling on the planet, we say and we mean it. And you can get that um, on your pay-per-view providers. Uh, you can find details on how to find it on ROHwrestling.com and also on the Fight TV app. Um, so, yeah, check it out, everyone. Awesome. Once again, that's Fight TV, F-I-T-E-T-V app. Uh, very good app for, uh, for for wrestling fans as far as Ring of Honor is concerned. Chris, it's been an honor, and, uh, man, I, I'm pulling for you all the way. Thanks very much, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a good night. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three, our mind, let's go. The whole squad is making it clear, we taking this year. You know who we are, but you don't know why we here. So this is where the big boys play, these big boys play. Like who defies the living guy, get out the big boys way. Outsiders with the swoop in, we live as kings, you see in us. But our third man waits in the wings, and when the time is right, we shock him with the proper attack. I go for dolo, but ain't solo, cut the promo in black. Hollywood, Hendrix, Prizzle, pinning them to the max. And I'm Das Wonderkin, with the strength of a hundred men, with one intent, to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gats and your rags torture, white coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome, never lost faith, you in all space, you can all skate, suffer but never crippled, no bin walls in my cross face. <laughs> From here to Saturday, raving, anticipating, I was frostbit, now I am glacier, mixed with some Vader, get to hawking with these animals, using God for my defense in Alabama, we jamming. That's beautiful, Bobby E. And me and Priest, we the dangerous alliance. Nah, the Harlem Heat. Tie the do rag before we do battle. You're talking shit. You all what you speak. This too sweet. Till the number is took back. We repping that work pack. The foundation shaking. No mistaking. Yeah, we shook that. Trust in God, we trust. Pushing forward, never look back. Meekness ain't at all weakness. Some people mistook that. Stamping out this crook rap. He turning the power. We're on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man, we bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too. It's good to be king, sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games, our army go move too. You too, I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. In the grand scheme, it's that easy. We tag teaming, Donna Brothers, we love it. Demand the win, establish it. This the clash of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. Episode 258, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Special thanks to my buddy Christopher Daniels. Uh, you know, it's funny because uh, I've, I've interviewed so many people on the show. Um, I have no idea where I'm at. Speaking of that, 
you subscribe to the newly uh, created Crave Wrestling YouTube page. It's going to have every single interview that that Pancakes and Power Sam Show has ever done uploaded. It's taking me a lot of time to do it. I'm on like three. I have like 80 more to go. But that will be the quick reference uh, to every single uh, interview that has been on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, quick YouTube link for you to go. Type in Pancakes and Power Slams and whatever name that I interviewed. The YouTube link will come up and share it. Subscribe to it. And of course, all of the interviews uh, from now on will be on there too. I have to catch up first to, to upload all of it. Me and my, my staff will be uploading all of the interviews for you to have at the tip of your hands. And like I said, the, the, the interviews from now on will be there for a quick reference. Uh, my interviews get referenced every week so much by so many different people, so many different platforms that it's definitely um, really, really uh, easy for it to be uh, done through YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube page. It, w- it won't only be interviews. Uh, you know, we've got some huge, uh, a huge announcement coming up. Uh, probably, I think I'll, I think I'll announce it next week. I think I'll announce it next week uh, as far as uh, what's going to come up the next couple of weeks. And the reason why you really, really need to subscribe to the Pancakes and Power Slams YouTube page, Crave Wrestling YouTube subscribe it's got some it's going to have some really really cool stuff that i'm going to announce here coming soon ladies and gentlemen this is episode 258 without further ado we have a really 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 action-packed show tonight so we don't have any time to spare so with that being said ladies and gentlemen bring on my co-host evan tech prout from under the mat radio Let's get this show on the road. How are you tonight, sir? Yes. I'm here. Waffles and rest locks, freezers and crates. Going on. Guys, I'm I'm hip with the kids today. Even though I'm a professional computer analyst and I'm a technology professional for 15 years and running, I'm using a blue tee for the first time ever on the show. So, uh, See how this goes. Hands free. Sounds good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get to the headlines. Here we go. Sad news today. Uh, It was just uh, it was it was just announced a few hours ago that the outlaw Ron Bass passed away. Um, yeah. He made most of his career in the NWA in the mid seventies and uh, throughout the almost the entire eighties. <laughs> and but uh, a lot of people know him most uh, during the very small time he was in the WWE. He feuded with uh, Beautiful Bar Beefcake. That's the most time I remember him. He had the hair versus hair match and uh, like a yeah. rumble, Royal rumble appearance here and there, but. Uh, yeah, that that feud with Beatles Beefcake is probably the most I remember him personally from, uh, you know, as far as his career is concerned. I've, I've, you know, watched hours and hours and hours of tapes, so I've I've, uh, I've seen a bunch of his work from NWA. But from a popularity standpoint, I think 
probably the the beefcake feud was uh, was probably the tip for him as far as popularity is concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, back. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I, 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 I got the news. I, I think I, inbox you. Um, I got the news about 20 minutes before it hit the main shows. A friend of mine in the business that has ties to WWE and TNA. I was doing my show live and I got the text, and I booked the news right then and there. And I was like, I, I literally just contacted him maybe a month ago, maybe no less than a month to come on to the show. Them about love wrong bears just. You know, the, the uh, you know, Brutus feud is most uh, synonymous for casual fans. I remember him at NWA. Just being a, one of them just rugged wrestlers. That's how a lot of the wrestlers were back in the night in the 70s and 80s. Just rugged, beat the crap out of you, hit that stiff style. And I said this on my show earlier, one of my, my funniest memories of him was, I remember he cut his hair. Remember he had like he had hair on his head. He didn't have the longest hair, but he had, he had similar. And he appeared at one of the rumbles random. He just almost bald headed. Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> All this wrong bass. So I can't remember if that was due to after the beefcake feed or just he just decided to cut his hair because he was balding. But um, definitely a legend. Uh, I know he may not be popular in pop culture or. You know, he may not be a rock, a Stone Cold, or a Sting, or Hogan, or Triple H, but just for Fred Russell, he definitely is a legend. He definitely is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, he spent a lot of time in NWA that a lot of people don't know about, but he, you know, definitely may have some success in NWA before he went to the WWE. So it'll be interesting to see if the uh, WWE gives him video package. They should. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to outlaw him. I mean, no, no pun intended. I don't think they're going to snub him like they did Nicole Bass. Um, I think they'll, they'll yeah. do some kind of some kind of tribute for Ron Bass. Yeah, and by the way, Ron and Nicole aren't related. <laughs> there's, no, there's no relation. There's Ron and Nicole oh, yeah, aren't true. related. Yeah. No relation <laughs> no at relation. all. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> right. Sadly, they're both gone, but... Uh, yeah, sadly, no but uh, yeah, no, no relation there. Uh, we got uh, well. Speaking of someone who's gone, and, and a brighter note, uh, it's been officially announced. Of course, you know a lot of people knew about this already, but uh, R- Ravishing Rick Rude is going to be the um, uh, newest inductee to the WWE Hall of Fame. And uh, what I'm excited about, other than um, Rick Rude uh, being there. Uh, Ricky Steamboat is going to induct him, and uh, yeah, Ricky Steamboat is uh, number he, he's in my top three of all time. Uh, Sting Dusty and Steamboat is is is, is, yeah. is, is the goats to me. Um, and yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Just as far as uh, Steamboat uh, being inducted, uh, inducting Rue. Yeah, it's funny we man we just talked that off air. Was it last night? Uh, yeah. I think we were just going down a list of who could have dug Rude because sadly, um, Rude's friends and a lot of people Rude worked Rude uh, Rick Rude has worked with over the years of deceased as well. Yeah. And um, you know, it's I always read Rude. Um, Rude was super intense. Of course, the stories of him loving the fight. I mean, you should. Google Rick Rude stories, uh, Bischoff has told stories, um, Austin, Sting, everybody's told stories with Rick. 
um, ironically, I believe uh, a week or so ago, I sent you the the clip of um, actually have a Rick Rude DVD, um, a custom made one of a lot of his uh, classic matches. And his last match he had was Sting um, in Japan, which must his backup. But um, Rick, Rick Rude's been deserving. Um, this is one of those cases where Rick Rude passed away years ago. So in this case, he passed away before the Hall of Fame was really like an annual thing. So it's good to know that it's not one of them those things where it's like, well, why didn't WWE get him in the Hall of Fame earlier? You know, he's been gone for a minute. Mm-hmm. But, but he, he, he deserves it just did. I mean, he was great in the ring. He had one of the best physiques. Um, I used to get irritated at him kissing the women, you know, calling everybody, you know, you sweaty hogs and uh, you, know, you get the kiss. And, and, and by, by far, the best type. I will go on a search on my bucket list to find out whoever, whatever artist made his tights. And I have an art degree. I loved them. And there's so many types to this day. I'm just finding out about the Junkyard Dog one, the one with Jake's wife, the, the many ones he had with Sting. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, the tights. I don't know if you remember this in WCW, Halloween Havoc, where he had, like, everyone on his tights, <laughs> Sting, Catfish, Jack, Dustin Rhodes, mm-hmm. Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, it, it is... By himself, the Reed Awakening was great. Um, the original Reed Awakening was a DDT. That's this damn tech, this being a fact guy. Uh, Manny Fernandez even said that, you know, that would be interesting. You get Manny Fernandez and induct him. But uh, he, he's, he's not for kids. You know, he's not a, <laughs> you know, Manny would need a lot of um, a lot of editing and, and keep your hands on the beat if he talked. But. Like you seen Bubba Duck and I'm happy, and I guarantee you, Brother Stonefather, I don't know if you met Ricky Steamboat in person. I have. I've talked to the man. Steamboat can talk. So the over-under of that speech, I would say 15 minutes. Wow. <clears throat> interesting. Very Steamboat interesting. Can talk. Yeah. Very, very Steamboat. interesting. Yeah, Steamboat is, is absolutely incredible, man. He, he's, he's, I, I was... I that was one of one of the things that just kind of made it all put it pulled it all together for me that the steamboat is actually going to be the one inducting him. That's um it's that's really 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 going to get uh, very very interesting. So I'm really really excited about that. We got a lot to talk about uh, as we finish in the headlines. So we got a few more headlines to go. But the, uh, real quick, our flavor of the week. Uh, topics going to be we're we're going to go match by match we're going to analyze we've done this before years ago on the show uh, but we really want to do for for the sake of wrestlemania season uh, both evan and i really like to notice really odd things about uh, pay-per-views and television matches and uh, just different parts of uh, of television. Uh, so, you know, so we, we're going to really analyze WrestleMania 30 and just bring out some odd moments that uh, a lot of people uh, may have not uh, recognized during the pay-per-view that's uh, very, very interesting. So I'm really, really excited about that. Also, uh, don't forget my boy Bobby Fulton, uh, a great, great buddy of mine. Uh, this week, this weekend, uh, Saturday, for those who live in Ohio, it's going to be in Franklin, Ohio. Uh, it's about an hour, 15 minutes away from uh, Columbus. Uh, world-class professional big-time wrestling is going to be featuring Road Warrior Animal, WWE Hall of Famer Road Warrior Animal. 
my favorite oh. tag team of all time, the Road Warriors. So Road Warrior NMO will be there. The franchise, Shane Douglas, will be there once again. It's going to be an awesome night. Uh, the one I went to with NMO and Shane Douglas in Zanesville was absolutely incredible. And also went to one uh, in Hilliard. It's about a half an hour drive from my house. And so, yeah, I've I've been, I talked to Bobby in length uh, earlier this, uh, this week and um, just get, gave him some encouraging words as he gave me some very, very encouraging words. Um, just, he's a fan of my show and just uh, congratulated me for the success. And I'm, you know, just, I was just encouraging him as well. And he's really, really excited. He's got a lot of things going on. He was just in North Carolina last weekend. He's going to be in WrestleCon as well. So he's got a lot of things going on and really keeping yeah. busy uh, as, you know, he's, he's, he's a very, very successful Ohio wrestling promoter. I've been to a number of his shows and they're packed out uh, every single time. So once again, world-class professional big time wrestling, once again, is going to have, uh, another show in Franklin, Ohio. Uh, they just travel around Ohio and just have shows for uh, for local communities, and uh, just they they pack the place out. So it's going to be really really fun. Uh, go to World Class Professional Big Time Wrestling, World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. Once again, World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. Go to there on Facebook uh, to get all the information as far as tickets for those in the Ohio era area. All right, next we have Alberto El Patron joins TNA and so do Matt Morgan and LAX making their return. So uh, so last year, it was right when, it was a couple years ago when uh, El Patron got released the first time before he came back the second time for the uh, and won the U.S. title. The first time they were talking about uh, it was just massive reports that um, that they wanted uh, Alberto El Patron. Impact Wrestling wanted Alberto uh, El Patron, but and they were willing to give him like uh, a crazy amount of money. I've even yeah. heard like four hundred thousand dollars, and yeah. to win the title like the first day he was there, um, and he turned it down, <laughs> and he, you know, they were just willing to give the entire bank to him. Uh, he turned it down. I guess his stock has went down a bit now, I'd imagine, because he turned it down then. I'm sure that they didn't really give him much more or even anything more at all uh, this time. So, but, you know, he, he decided to go. Uh, there was uh, talks that, um, you know, Drew Galloway, uh, uh, Drew Galloway, who left, uh, recently left TNA, they wanted him to be champ. And then, uh, you know, negotiations uh, went south, and then they wanted to bully Ray to take that uh, that, that main event spot again. But uh, we'll talk about what happened with him. So that, that fell through. So they called El Patron. El Patron accepted, and uh, now he's one of the top guys. So he, mm-hmm. he, he joined TNA the first time. Then Matt Morgan come back. LAX comes back. Uh, only Homicide, only Homicide and Conan. And then there was a there's a tag team from CZW that came, uh, and, and that works with Conan, and, and just LAX isn't even the same anymore. So Conan Conan shaded yeah. Ministry. <laughs> He's doing what? Yeah. Yeah, little yeah. happened to you, Conan? He needs some deliverance for real. Yeah, physically. 
Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I think it's I'm, I'm good friends with Hernandez. So I, I, do, um, I didn't, I would talk to him off air a lot and talk to him personally. I, I didn't really expect to see Hernandez come back to TNA. And it's yeah. not any, any bad blood. It's just I know he's focusing on some other uh, career avenues. Um, mm-hmm. But Hernandez is, is a great guy. I definitely. Um, homicide is a good guy, crazy. I never was a big fan of Conan. I never got him. Um, like, okay, you know, TNA revamps itself 887th time. He got rid of that bird, that owl, or eagle, whatever that is. That yeah. was on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brother man. Love. Um, TNA yeah. did his impact. Just all right, okay, we get it. You know, uh, you know, you revamp it again for the 800th time. Yeah. You know, it's like being being with someone, and, and you keep getting back with them after they mess you. After a while, it's like okay, you know. Yeah. And, you know, Del Rio. Uh, you know, it, it's Jafar is one of my favorite lines in any Disney movie from Return to Jafar. I think it was when. You need a big old parade in the house, and Jafar just looks and says, ecstatic. <laughs> Straight color song, because it was like, that real one's the title, but it's, it's like, it's a, it's a big, there's a big snub to Lashley, man. It's like, Lashley's legit. Lashley's been yeah. holding it down for TNA for a bit, him and Galloway, and um, I know I'm missing, missing some other guys, and you're just going to have Daryl Real come in, whatever you want to call him. Eli Drake. Yeah, EC3, Eli Drake, who's one of the best promising stars, hilarious. Um, definitely yes. one of the most promising characters of, of, of the past year, so with, with, with uh, the Hardys, we'll talk about later. What about them, EC3? You don't have Darryl come in. I bet you he hasn't even turned the ratings. Well, who really cares? So, okay, Darryl's there, so what? You haven't won the title? Like, you can't build, like, a two- or three-month program of, I'm going at the last thing, and Lashley's beating him, and they finally beat Lashley. Uh-huh. I'm like, come on, man. It's like, you just was going to leach your underground. We know why you didn't stay there, because you wanted too much money, and he wasn't going to pay you that money. You go to RH, you have a couple of good matches. You go to Mexico, face Mr. Lefty Mysterio, and now you show up on TNA. Oh, I'm sorry, Impact Wrestling, the Wrestling of Impact, or whatever you call the Anthem Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Owl, owl Wrestling. Yeah, our wrestling featuring Anthem. <laughs> okay. And, and, you know, Matt Morgan, you know, excuse me if you get the feedback. Uh, I, I, I always like Matt Morgan. Um, he just didn't have charisma. He had the size. He's one of the wrestlers where I always said, if, if, brother, if you wrestled in the 80s, you would have been hella over. But you're in the millennium now, and you need some type of charisma. He he looks he looks different. I don't know whether you saw a picture of him in the gym or fans took a picture of him. He, he looks a little yeah. off physically. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I don't know if he was juicing. I don't know if he's his old age. But, um, well, he's well, one thing I do know is that uh, he's been doing a lot of fitness uh, stuff, like uh, competing for fitness magazine. So he had to, he he's gotten shredded for competition. That's what I do know. Now I don't know too much details as far as what he's doing or what he did or, you know, as far as, you know, what he used to do. But I know he has gotten leaner because of competing for fitness competitions. But, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, it is it is a difference in size for sure. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then, it is. <clears throat> it, it, you know, it's one of those things. And the Masters came back too. Um, well, the Masters joined. Yeah, he well, he was there doing the – GFW 
uh, oh, invasion. Chris. Yeah, so uh, he's, Chris yeah, Moore definitely. He, he, he's, a, he's a funny guy. You know, I've, I've had him on the show before, the whole Global Force. And, and, and so still burns for Global Force. I mean, what happens to you? You just will be in a hand, and we can talk about this in another show. And then uh, the Bermuda Triangle of Wrestling Mysteries, like the Twilight Zone, who drove the White Hummer, who really was the higher power, who was behind GTV, what really happened to Global Force, what happened to Iron, Big Show with Ironclad Contracts. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> what, happened, what really happened to you when a wide family abducted you? It's, it's a lot of stuff. Why Randy going? Who, who, uh, who was it? The, the contract? Or was it Austin against the McMahons? And someone yeah, someone Austin. pulled it up. Yeah, <laughs> pulled up right. the contract. Why yeah. <laughs> Randy Orton's beard never connects? It, 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 yeah. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's, why why the late Bree Piper always did a lot of tender homosexual references and doing commentating. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff yeah. we can <laughs> talk about, but. I said, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the master says a cool guy. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, if we was in that predicament, too, we're not going to WWE. You can't get a spot on, a spot on uh, if you can't get a spot on Asia Leach, your next best place is saying that. I'm sorry. Impact. Anthem. Yeah. Anthem. Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. everybody needs no, to say that, right? Here's here's the thing. Here's here's my take on it. Uh, you know, with, with Jared, you know, and, Jared, I've talked to him, you know, many times, and you know, he's a nice guy to me. Um, but I, you know, there's there's people who I know, who you know, who are inside the business, um, within the company that uh, do not have good things to say. And I wrote that on my piece that I wrote for the Inquisitor recently, a few days ago. Uh, talked about the chaos within TNA or, or Impact Wrestling right now. And, you know, the TNA name's gone. They're trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> they're they're trying to uh, suck uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard, you know, dry, you know, regarding his, uh, his, his numbers for his podcast. So, I mean, and then just the LAX, they just, they just terribly brought that group back. Really didn't mean anything. Some, well, I'm I, I'm going to spoil this for you, so I want to take take a couple seconds, turn it off for like five seconds if you want to talk, turn it off. But spoiler alert: LAX wins the tag team championships, and what a wow. major what, what a major drop from the Hardys, yeah. <laughs> and so we didn't see that coming. And not so Homicide and Hernandez LAX, the the other you know new version of LAX that just no one cares about. So, you know, and this Conan one of those things. No, no, no. He's he's not. Yeah, a, he's, he's got no. a cane and a wheelchair and a walker. Yeah, and his a, hip is jacked up. Hover yeah. around in a posse fashion. Right. <laughs> in a scooter. Google posse back. Anybody listening, if you don't know what that is, you'll think it's later. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, from from what I've been told. Um, it was more of a handshake deal, which isn't. They don't really go. They really handshake deals really don't fly nowadays because everything's involved with, you know, attorneys and and legal, you know, and, and legal things. So people just really have to be careful about that as far as using people's names and properties and things like that. So that's one of the reasons why 
you know, the, the, uh, there was the big blur, you know, when it came to the, um, the, the, the tag team match in, in Tijuana where the referee was blurred. So, you know, just, it's just oh, one wow. of those things that, that yeah, this so, we, we, we joked at a time about them doing it to Ben Wild on like footage that you forget just blur someone else. And, and, and I know, I know the referee from each other on the I'm actually friends with him. A good guy too. And I think you had him on your show before, haven't you? You, you, know, uh, you, say, you talking about the ref? The, the referee, yeah. Yeah, Marty Elias, yep. Yeah, Marty, yeah. Good guy. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, you get blurred from TV because of legal rights. You couldn't, you couldn't have done your homework. <laughs> like, yeah. how does that look? I see if a logo gets blurred or like, like an image, but a person? Yeah. And the person I know that I talked to, you know, was talking about just, you know, how it just, just the reason why that was blurred out and just, you know, just the, the cameras weren't even, you know, approved. And it was just, yeah, it, it, it was, it was, it was bad. You know, I, I'm, it's, it's one of those things now where I just, <laughs> I'm all, I'm all for the WWE you know, having a number two promotion. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% for that. Um, but it's just one of those things that I, I don't know if Impact Wrestling is, is the, is the ideal promotion for, you know, to compete against WWE. They, they've tried and they failed miserably. You know, the time, I think one of the worst times of, of, of Impact Wrestling history was when somehow Hogan, and Bischoff thought that they could go head to head with WWE, and they were on Monday nights going head. I mean, that was just horrible. As soon as they announced that, I said, "Okay, yeah." So Hogan and Bischoff are really trying. Know, Bischoff's your boy, but I mean, you know, Hogan and Bischoff. I mean, I got grip everything. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I ain't got grip everything. Uh, you can be yeah. my boy if you want. I don't agree with it, but yeah, people horrible. may not like the Hogan and friends. But it did. But you, you, you. I, I, we made. I know you may not like it, but you had to do something to make people talk. And you, sometimes you gotta. It's like baseball. Sometimes you gotta waste the pitch. Sometimes you gotta intentionally throw inside. You gotta get the person's attention. Even okay. Even if I'm throwing the pitch and the person hits a home run on me, if he gets a hit, I got his attention. So next time if I face him, he won't know. He won't start crowding the plate. So. Even though that was stupid to do, you gotta get his attention. I mean, go back to the door. Bishop's the only man in the world to have almost made Vince leave his company to beat the crap out of Vince and look at. Well, Bishop for WCW was gold. I mean, I think that was. I, mean, I was for WCW. <laughs> I wanted yeah, them to yeah. do it, but big, with big TNA and, and talent, yeah, yeah, yeah well, TNA, you know, absolutely different budgets. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But, I mean, because of that, Vince did decide, okay, let me go ahead and mend the fences and, and you know, have have the forgiveness of Raw. Let me just go ahead mm-hmm. and have Michaels and Brett on just in case people decide to watch TNA. Even though we know TNA wasn't going to win, at least Vince did change up stuff just in case. And around that time, I mean, you know, it, it was, I mean, we could talk all day, but it was, just, it was so bad. It was like, this was like, 
<laughs> Rather than watching Nitro from 97, the same people, <laughs> same bad knees, same Nick bad Lopez against Super Crazy or, or against yeah, Super Calo. Yeah. <laughs> right. I went to see Barry Horowitz and Bobby Eaton in a in a right. in, in, uh wait let's see, uh Mike Enos against uh, yes. Jerry Flynn. <laughs> against Jerry Flynn <laughs> against Jerry Flynn. <laughs> with the karate with the karate outfit on. The karate, the karate outfit on. <laughs> I'm just waiting I'm waiting to see Liz Mark Jr. against Steve Colo. Right. Viano four, Viano five. Viano five. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Damien yeah. say, say, say. Hector Garza. Uh, all of them. Hector Garza and, uh, you know, Stevie Ray and, and Horace Hogan. And, right. Uh, he, he had Sting. 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 Hard work, Bobby Wonder Walker. Was, oh, man. Yeah. Holding one, Barry Dorsal. I don't know that's before, but still. Stalker Barry Windham, sneaking the Prince, Guardian Angel. Blackout Bully. I swear I was just waiting for Doug Dillinger just to run out and, and watch that Wooly. I'm just like, yeah. he, has, he has Sting. And he has, he, you really, really want us to leave. You got Sting standing there, which you call the Raptors. This video <laughs> with Max 300 people. There ain't no Raptors. No, not at all. No, oh, not man. at all. <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember that impact vividly. Matter of fact, just because of that, I'm gonna go back and watch the impact after the show. Just to laugh. Yeah. yeah. It was so copy and paste of Nitro from '97. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael to show up. Mike. Mike yeah. was there already. Uh, when they were what was it? Um, what was the vacation spot they would go to every year? Um, oh, Panama City. Uh, Panama City. Yeah, uh, Panama. Panama City. Was it Panama City? Yeah. Panama City yeah. Beach. Yeah. Spring break. <laughs> spring break oh every God. year. Uh, those those two events, they would have the spring break in Panama, and then they would have the uh, the the Road Wild and uh, Sturgis. Yeah. Or well, not only Every that, year. they will also they will also be like two to three weeks they will uh film the MGM studios. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's WCW oh, for you. Yeah. So Matt oh, and Jeff Hardy, Hardy they invade uh ROH and uh they become the tag team champions and they prove that they further go into their conquest of being the greatest Tag team of all of space and time, yes. And so, they are the the young, the the bucks of youth, as they would say. Uh, they competed <laughs> against uh, Jay White and Leo Rush. They beat them. All of a sudden, the lights go off, and then the Hardys pop up. They uh, issue a challenge to uh, to the bucks of youth, and they 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 win. They become their first time as Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, and uh, yeah, I mean it was it was fun. It was it was good. It was awesome, and, and that's the thing. That's that's how you make a statement. So you got all these debuts and all these returns with with uh, TNA or, or Impact Wrestling, excuse me. Uh, and 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 real quick, real quick, uh, a, a, a statistic that um, I just thought about today. Tonight, actually, I, I, I'm glad I remembered to mention it on the show. This is how unstable 
Impact Wrestling has been since their 15 years. Impact Wrestling, other than being on pay-per-view, Fox Sports, Spike, uh, Destination America, and Pop TV, so five different platforms. Impact Wrestling, since the 15 years, almost 15 years, 2002, they have been featured. Their wrestling show has been on, um, <clears throat> featured on every single day of the week. And Mondays, sure. they were the head-to-head. Tuesdays, when they were on Destination America, they were on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, um, they were on when they had the pay-per-view. Um, and also, um, and then Thursdays when Spike, Fridays when Spike. So, and you know, Pop right now, they're out on when, uh, Thursdays. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're all time. Or, or and actually, actually on Pop, they were on Tuesdays because they moved back. They moved from Tuesdays to Thursdays when uh, SmackDown went live. They're like, right. okay, well, we kicked out, so we're going to move to Thursdays again. So they have been, their show has been aired on every single day of the week in five different <laughs> platforms. So they're waiting for when they air on the Sunday. They're, they're still waiting for, I mean, they're, they're still waiting for some type of identity, and that's what I keep saying. They, they, they really, really want an identity, and it just, it's, it's really sad, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, the, the Hardy Boys invade uh, ROAs become tag team champions as well as Bully Ray debuting, put, uh, putting Adam Cole through a table. So, like I said, that's how you make a statement to me. I mean, you know, ROH uh, has been very talent driven. I'm a big fan of ROH. Uh, yeah. But it's like, you know, of course they they're okay with being you know like the number three promotion, but it seems like with you know Impact Wrestling. Trying still to, to have an identity, and it looks like uh, they are really trying to make a statement with the Hardy Boys and Bully Ray coming in. Yeah, it's um, I'll say I'll, I'll say this real quick, and you know my correspondent made a good point. It's I mean, you look at it, you, you have to love the hypocrisy of the IWC or the Russell. Now, had they been TNA, Hardy's comeback. Billy Ray is like, oh, TNA, they're just using washed up people from WWE. But for some reason, Ring of Honor has this clock protection or this state of grace and protection where Ring of Honor can do anything, and yet no one talks about it. They, sure. get a, they, get a, they have immunity with the IWC and immunity with the community. But seeing as TNA does it, seeing as Lucha does it, it's all hell break loose, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad for all ages. If you guys remember this, and, and something shout out to my great correspondent told, we did a great article on this. RH has lost at least 15 people from December to now. At least 15 talents. Look at WWE. Look at TNA. Look at Japan. Matt Bennett is gone. He lost he lost all their commentary team. Kevin Kelly now is with New Japan. Uh 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 um our buddy Steve Carino uh with with the performance center for WWE. They got the young bucks, Michael Elgin's in in, in New Japan. 
They lost uh, Sons of Ming. Uh, you know, the list goes on. Caprice Coleman isn't there anymore. ACH is in WWE. But Swan is in WWE. Adam Cole. ACH is in New Japan. Oh, sorry, yeah, ACH is in New Japan. Yeah, uh, uh, Adam, Adam Cole, Cedric Alexander is in WWE. Adam Cole probably is going to go to WWE. Strong rumors mm-hmm. of her. He didn't Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly's gone. He didn't resign. It, it, but yet, with all issues of so many people, He's still making impact with the Hardys. It makes sense. Have him win the titles. Hopefully, them and the Bucks of Youth can have a little feud. Excuse me. Bully Ray. Now I can see you with Adam Cole. Um, Bully definitely is good as a singles guy. I'm not the biggest Bully Ray fan, but he's okay. But, uh, I mean, hey, Ring of Honor is one of us they can do. I'm happy for Ring of Honor. We all got friends that work for that. We want... You want all of the promotions to, um, and I know a lot of people may have like all oh, the Hardys, a lot of Hardys in our age. It makes sense. Leave TNA, oh, yeah. go go somewhere where you're free. Yeah, because creative control. I, Absolutely. Right, you, right. You and I, you and I have talked to many superstars who just left their WWE. The Santinos. You, uh, 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 um, I talked to the Justin Gabriels and. And, you know, so many people that lost WWE. And one thing they constantly say, and this is no digging WWE, they all loved it when they lost because they thought they could be fresh. They did not so contrived, and they could do what they want. They could do whatever moves they want. Yeah. They have freedom with their character. You have the Cody Rhodes of the world. So many other people did you Galloways that were able to flourish. Bobby Lashley, and now with the Hardys, they still can do whatever they want with Broken that Brother Nero. Because, you know, if they went to, as they say, the WWE, it would have been so jacked up. Oh, yeah. So deleted. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell people today real quick, as much as you may love Daniel Bryan, that is not even a third of what Brian Danielson has done. <laughs> Watch all eight matches with him yeah. against Nigel McGinnis, against Joe. Looking at Joe now, the AJ Styles, Austin Aries, Robbie, uh, Bobby Roode, Robert Roode, what do you want to call him? A lot of these guys, and there's nothing against WWE because we got love for who they are, but their style was so different. It's so minuscule. It's so minute. But when you leave there, you get to eat whatever you want. You're not on a strict diet. So I'm happy for the Hardys. And Billy Ray, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm, I agree. I think that uh, the Hardys is very much well off in our ways because – you know, that's the issue what they have with TNA because they want to con- uh, create a control. And, you know, TNA's like, uh, well, 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 I'm sorry, Impact Wrestling. They're like, uh, we'll pass. You know, and that's one of those things that it really infuriated Jeff Hardy, you know, because he was like, listen, we're the hottest things that's on TNA. I mean, I, I just interviewed Laura Vanessa a few weeks ago, and, you know, she's admitted, you know, uh, that. The Hardys is what made people want to come back to watching, you know, uh, TNA. Uh, interviewed Abyss, you know, he was he he talked about the Hardys, you know, basically, you know, being the 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 talk of the town when it came to Impact Wrestling. So you were willing to let go of your cash cows, you know, for the sake of traditional booking and and, and the fact that they can't get any creative control. Now I'm sure that they don't have total creative control in ROH. But they have a heck of a lot more than they would 
uh, if they were in WWE, that's for sure. I actually would have been totally okay with if the Hardys, you know, they're on their expedition of gold. Uh, I would have been totally okay if they would have uh, went to NXT and, and went against the Authors of Pain, you know, a takeover. I, I, NXT Hardys, I'm I'm totally fine with because it still has that indie type feel, and they won't be shrouded with all the tag teams of the main roster. I think that the Hardys and NXT will just talk about your buzz. That would really regain some buzz in NXT. Right. And and then another thing, see, I don't think people think about, and I haven't thought about this until I had told about this until then. When you have a big name such as the Hardys, or I guess you'll say a Bully Ray, or anybody has a big name, a CM Punk, if he was wrestling. Hogan or, you know, a, a, a Hogan or a Sting or, you know, Jack Swagger, maybe when he finally needs to take the resources and hostage. You can make more money on the Indies than you can in WWE. So on a psychology standpoint, on a business standpoint, which me being an entrepreneur and, and knowing, things, knowing, knowing about business, I don't know everything, but you did have a good theater for making the most bang for your buck. I go to RHT because I get TV yeah. exposure. I get to wrestle. I'm on a guaranteed contract. No, Jeff Hardy, inside me, most people don't know, his contract just ended in TNA. Jeff Hardy was one of the few that had a guaranteed multi-year contract, same thing that Angle had, same thing that Sting had. It was the only three. So Hardy already get money from TNA. They just ended. He was getting paid from RH, and guess what? When they get booked here at Maryland Championship Wrestling, which they are the MCW Tag Team Championships, when they get booked mm-hmm. anywhere else, looking at the numbers, get, get a couple of thousand, thousands of dollars. If you work T-shows a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, plus a couple of RH dates which they take, and you get mm-hmm. time off, and you get the hell up, I do it too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, for the sake of time, we don't have much time to talk about this, but I think Swagger, you know, I think that's a good route for Swagger, too. I think Swagger would do much better in Japan, though. For some reason, Swagger yeah. in Japan, yeah. to me, just seems like gold. I mean, I I can just imagine him being one of the highlights of Wrestle Kingdom. Just imagine, uh, just imagine Jack Swagger versus Ishii for the Never Openweight Championship yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Wow. To me, that just seems yeah. absolutely wow. amazing. Down just, wow, you got it. You wow. got it, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Swagger versus Ishii, or Swagger versus Shibata uh, for the Never open, yeah, Openweight yeah. Uh, Championship. Yeah, that would just... Wow, that would to me that just seems like money. That that seems like one of the the best matches on the on the on the on the card. Uh, so yeah, I mean even Swagger versus Kenny Omega, like for like if there was like the Intercontinental title or Swagger versus Michael Elgin, you know, like the Intercontinental Championship, the Never Openweight Championship, like those are two championships to me that Swagger could just flourish in. Of course, you know, he can build his way up to be an IWGP uh, heavyweight champion, but um, my boy, uh, <clears throat> my boy Kazushka Okada got that on lock, which I, I'm totally okay. He's one of my, one of my top wrestlers right now. Ninja Okada Kane, fan. He's going to be the champ. He's going to be the champ for the next two, three years. I'm beating. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Anybody beat him will be Omega. Yeah, yeah I, I'm totally fine with that. 
But yeah, Swagger against Ishii, Swagger against Shibata. Uh, I, I would say Hamna, but he just got in. He just got injured really, really bad. I was, our thoughts are oh, really? for him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, real quick, Big Show and, and Shaq are, are back on. Um, yeah, great. I, I, I don't, I don't care, but at the same time, it does bring the celebrity appeal, which is a good business avenue for WWE. But somehow, Big Show's the resident jobber. You know, when it comes to celebrities, you had Aki Bono, you had Foy Mayweather, and now you have Shaq. So, looks like, unfortunately, this is where Big Show's going to have to be again. It's it's exposure. It's your WrestleMania. You need the celebrity exposure. You need Mm -hmm. the news. Uh, Here's the thing. I don't know if you think about it. ESPN will be laying off tons of people by James. So they're leaving, they're leaving about a billion dollars a year, and they, they, and they and it costs about three point three billion to uh, you know produce what they do with the and you know what they do with the NFL with baseball and all that. Um, if the only get get exposure for it, and you need that for WrestleMania. WWE has a has a relationship with ESPN. Definitely NBA on TNT and TBS needs it. And there's a reason they want to do Shaq, but wasn't able to do it because of Shaq's uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. But it's something to look forward to. You know, Shaq showed up last year. It was all cool. It'll be something to laugh about. Uh, everybody yeah. loves Shaq. Every, everybody that's working with Shaq. He's one of the celebrities everybody loves to work with. There's no bad things about Shaq. Granted, Shaq doesn't need a mic. Like, you know, we know Shaq cannot talk. He's not a great orator. I mean, he's better than Barkley. But uh, I, I wish to see Charles Barkley and Dick Shaw. That's what I would want to say. No. You know what I? You know what I do? I get Shaw. I get Shaq against Shaw, Big Shaw. And here's a WrestleMania moment. And I had Charles Oakley uh, and Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> but no I would say this: I would get Shaq to face Big Shaw and just and have Big Shaw. You know, uh, Big Shaw leaves and he beat up Big Shaw. I mean, Big Show beat up Shaq. That's what had to do with running. Charles Oakley. Talk about Charles Oakley. Charles, Charles Oakley. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a celebrity, if you're trying to get, if you're trying to get a celebrity pool, come on now. <laughs> Charles Oakley is all over uh, the news. The man is crazy. He just did what yeah. he did. He's 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 outlawed from I think Madison Square Garden. He's crazy. Yeah. He's a Nick legend, and 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 if you just have Charles Oakley run out <laughs> and try to say the show, they're in Orlando. They're in Orlando. I mean, so Shaq would make the most sense, but he played with the Magic, so yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, you know, have Shaq Russell Big Show. Shaq gets the win. Shaq gets the heat on. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, Shaq gets the win. Big Show gets the heat on Shaq. Who comes out to save him? Charles Oakley. The Charles Oakley doesn't get to touch Big Show because, of course, they'll bring out security to stop him. And you talk about news, it will be everywhere. And it's, it's, you know, it's a celebrity segment. So you really want newsworthy stuff? You got Shaq, that's enough news. And Charles Oakley and WrestleMania. And if you if you book it like it's, it's a legit running, like he's not supposed to be there, like the NWO thing, have like legit cops and, you know, Vince and them coming out. Like, oh, no. Right on, right on. No, 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 no. You know what happens when Charles Oakley tries to run down the uh, Camping World Stadium? You just made the list! (laughs) 
let's move on. Yes. <laughs> so the, yes. <laughs> so, the, so the fast lane Raw and SmackDown live review. What what do you have on those three events? You said SmackDown and Raw. Uh, fast lane Raw and SmackDown. Uh, fast lane speed bump. Uh, Carl Anderson. Uh, Anderson again. Those what they theme music. Is on cast. Uh, I mean, you know, great Mike work in New Age Outlaws of this era. Uh, Enzo looks like a chipmunk to me. Um, I like the tag match, cruiserweight match with a great novel, great red arrow move, which I know we were mad about because why didn't he use the Rings of Saturn? Um, this is okay. Uh, why in the world? Reigns against Strowman. Strowman beats the crap with the Reigns, and yet one, I don't know, Strowman leaves the scene that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. It could have been a DQ or something like that. I don't know, but um, and then the main event, I, I, the women, the women title match made no sense. Botches by Bailey. She's clearly, I mean, Bailey is a great fan favorite. She makes a lot of merchandise. She's not ready in the ring. Uh, botching galore. The next Botchmania, Sasha to run out or what? That made no sense. Why is Sasha out there? It didn't make any sense. And then you knew what when the clock hits. 1047? Oh, okay. Goldberg's winning. 22.5 seconds. Uh, we just knew it. And, and what does it say about Owens? It's like Owens been kind of holding it down. But if Goldberg, he goes to everybody. He's going to lose it maybe. The match will be like 10 minutes. Now, fast thing was just a glorified role to me. This is a speed bump. Um, SmackDown. SmackDown was okay. Seemed a little long. It felt like a raw. Uh, Orton legit did get hurt. I don't know if you noticed, he did tweak his knee a little bit. He looked a little mad at AJ, but <clears throat> I mean, what else is new? Um, I don't know. SmackDown was okay. And I have a little note for Raw. I mean, I can read you, but uh, I read the Eagle Way first. Well, I actually enjoyed Raw this week. I thought Raw was. Yeah, yeah. Raw. I did too. I enjoyed all three of them, actually. Um, SmackDown, the less lesser this week, actually. SmackDown has. Been lesser to me. SmackDown to me, they usually had every week. They just blew Raw out. But um, see, and and I've told you this before, and I've said this many, many times on my show. For a second time, I'm gonna be quick. Um, I am a, I'm totally fine with part timers coming in and doing what they're doing because here's the thing: you have such an embarrassing dip from years ago. You know, just say even a decade ago to now, like you have the the uh, I, I did a piece on this uh, a few weeks back. The average non pay per view is about two point seven million viewers, and I think it's about three point two uh, for the big four pay per views. So you you have you have about three million uh, viewers now. I mean that is embarrassing from how it used to be how you know when you know they were they would actually compare with Monday Night Football, you know, and it's just like nowadays they they it seems like the WWE they they've realized that they have done a horrible job with building new stars, and they want to keep their stars. And even you know Ryback said this on his podcast. He said Triple H told him that they don't want to make mega stars anymore. They want to keep everybody within the company. So they don't have people, you know, transcend beyond the company like John Cena is doing now and, of course, The Rock. So with that mentality, you're going to have – like, here's the thing. 
this is what this this is the this is the big example of why I cannot stand when people talk about Kevin Owens. What uh-huh. you buy, and this and this is and this is to you, and this is to everyone listening. Would you buy a ticket to see a WrestleMania main event of Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn? Would you buy a WrestleMania ticket for that? Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn? I would. Yeah, I would. Mean, I, I just think they had to know they would. I, I just enjoy for wrestling like you do. I know they would definitely deliver. Um, you know, uh, so you would buy a WrestleMania America. ticket to see that as the main event? Oh, as the main event? I don't know about that one. I don't know That's my point. Because we see yeah. it on Raw every single yeah, exactly. week. We, we, we see it on Raw. Why would I, why would I buy a ticket to WrestleMania? Why would I spend, you know, $3,000 for a front row ticket to see something I can see on Raw the next the next night and I saw the, the week before? Right, and we, we saw it a few months before that on Raw. Right, and months before that. And we saw it at RH. Exactly. <laughs> like we have to get out of this bubble, this stupid little bubble of like here. Here, this is what the IWC is. We really need to. We really need to be quick so we get this flame of the week. But this is this is what I think about the IWC. The IWC is this this wall, this shield, or this this bubble, so to speak. They're going to protect their sport. They're going to protect the WWE. You know. You know, the, the part-timers can't come in. They can't come in the WWE. No, they can't come in. You know, you have to do something with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins. And it's like, but at the same time, they're embarrassed to tell their friends about the WWE because you have someone like Kevin Owens who looks like the, the person that they talked about in the grocery store. So it's like, you can't, we, we can't get into this mindset that wrestling is not a comic book. It's like if, if anybody watches wrestling for wrestling's sake, you're just watching a bunch of dudes in tights, which is weird, you know, sweat on each other. You know what I mean? So it's like we have to get out we have to get out of this mindset that wrestling is for wrestling's sake. No, it's never been for that. It's it's character driven. It's comic book come to life. It's good versus bad. It's hero versus villain. We get we get uh, we get lost in the storyline. We get soaked in. We get we we get uh, just really captured uh, by the storyline. What's the good story? What's the narrative? And then the wrestling matters. Not the wrestling matters first. You have to draw people in to the product or to the match to even get to. What's in the ring? I always say this: wrestling is about seventy percent of what happens outside the ring. Thirty percent. I'm interested in the narrative, the storyline, the character development, the promos, the everything that's involved before you get in the ring. The entrances, everything. And to me, there's no way in the world. And I'm not a big fan of Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar again for the third time, but Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. That's not a typical Raw match. That's not a typical SmackDown match. Right. There's no way that I would. There's no way that I would spend three thousand dollars to see a main event of Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, and I can watch that for a fraction of the cost on cable television. 
There's no way that I would do that. It's ridiculous and preposterous because that's a match that I can see any time. That is not a box office attraction. Not at all. Right. And WrestleMania is about box office. What's going to be the box office attraction? People can complain about the people can complain all they want. They will not spend a dime to see something they can see on Raw any day any day of the week. So any week of the year they can see Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They can see all of these wrestlers. It's never been about wrestling. Hogan and Andre, you know, Rock, they've never been, you know, wrestlers. They've been good characters. And that's what wrestling right. is all about. So all these IWC marks, they have no idea what wrestling is. And it's like you're trying to put yourselves over. Chicago's a crowd that just has gotten to a point where we're going to put ourselves yeah. over because that's what we're known about. So this is what we're going to do. I don't really care about the wrestling. I just want to boo the good guy because we're known for being the villain. The villain. You know, we're being we're known for being smarky and trolls. So this is how we're going to identify ourselves, even if we look stupid, which Stephanie does a fantastic job with shutting them down all the time. Yeah, but she does. She does great. As much as I don't like her emasculating people, she does a really good job with uh, Chicago. But it's just we have to get out of the whole mindset that, you know, wrestling is for good, you know, catch can clinic matches. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, there's no way. There's no it, Like, here's the thing. People have wrestling podcasts and they know that it's fake wrestling. You know, it's choreographed. It's real. People right. talk about wrestling because of the suspension of reality, because of the narrative, because of the story. They don't, they don't say, you know, a podcast would be boring as, as all get out. If you're like, yeah, you know what? There were about three collar and elbow tie-ups. There were about three hurricane runners. Whoa, yeah, that back body drop that he did was phenomenal. You know what I'm like, <laughs> No way. We just need wrestling. No character. Ah, oh, shut up. Right, right. Yeah, does anybody want to see Dean Malenko? No. Exactly. Dean Malenko, great hand. And wrestling, you know, throughout the years, good wrestling, that's always been a mid-card thing. You know, you had uh, Razor and Michaels. You had uh, uh, Piper and Brett. You had you had Steamboat and Savage. You had uh, uh, Hennig and uh, Bret Hart. You know, you you, you had uh, 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 yeah Hennig and um, uh, uh, you had the Mountie, the Mountie and, and Bret Hart. Yeah, Rick Martell and Michaels. That was a mania match. So you you had a bunch of, I mean, Perfect and uh, and and, and uh, Kerry Von Erich was. I mean, Kerry Von Erich never been a wrestler per se, but at the same time, Hennig has always been known to be a wrestler. But you had all these wrestling matches, these wrestling heavy matches. They were all mid card matches. The, the 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 Intercontinental Championship has always been the workhorse. Uh, championship uh, So yeah <clears throat> But Smackdown You know I liked all three of them uh, I think Raw was the best Fastlane second And then Smackdown third So it'll be interesting How they uh, Develop AJ Styles Since he lost cleanly And he's out of The championship hunt So It'll be interesting How they do that Alright ladies and gentlemen Let's get to the Flavor of the week Here we go It is now time For the Flavor Of The Week 
Hey, y'all, 12 good minutes on this, so I'm really excited about the WrestleMania 30, ladies and gentlemen. So let's start off. Uh, forget the pre-show match. That really didn't mean anything to me. Um, the Usos winning the um, four-way match. But let's get to Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. Uh, so one one thing I, I noticed was the um, – and they and they've said this before, but uh, it, it was good for me to to see it three years later that you know Sasha, Alexa Bliss, and and, and Charlotte were the three women yeah. that were with uh, Triple H, and it's funny because all three of them will be in title matches at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, that's yeah, a great thing. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Not the entrance, Triple H, King Kings. Yeah, definitely loved it. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, another thing I noticed was uh, in the very beginning, Justin Roberts and Hulk Hogan, the first two voices you hear uh, as far as people in the ring, they're no, no longer there. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hogan and Justin Roberts, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Rock also competed against uh, uh, um, against both Hogan and uh, Austin at Mania. Uh, he competed in Austin at 15, 17, and 19, and uh, Hogan in 18. So from 17, 18, and 19, three consecutive WrestleManias, he competed against uh, Austin and Hogan. Yeah. And I actually wrote notes from that, too, but, you know, Al Kuji opening up something in his NCIS voice, not his rapping yeah. voice. Um, <laughs> Hogan Rock and Austin appears. Rock was in the best shape. Austin was looking winded. Hogan was the biggest oh, one yeah. in the room. Uh, never got to see Hulk Hogan in Austin ever. Why was Hogan having? Why was Hogan's eyes red? Rock wears the same clothes every Mania. Um, <laughs> just waiting for Hogan to go bald because the Rock's yeah. bald, Austin's bald. Yeah. Hogan has that track hair. Yeah, uh, he wears know. that piece. Yeah. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan, you know, botched with the, the silver dome, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. And the Triple H interest was great. Uh, uh, maybe a little, little too technical. I always like when they use different music, but it kind of takes it away when they stop the different music and they start up the regular interest music. It's like, oh, here we go. But yeah, um, Triple H always just had great interests. The interest he had against Daniel Bryan was great. Um, I really liked the WrestleMania 30 set. WrestleMania 30. For the first half, he said a totally different feel. Even watching back, I felt like I was watching it live. Like, it got you excited. Mm-hmm. Around that time. Yeah, I agree. So, we had Shield versus Corporate Kane and New Age Outlaws. I, I, dude, I forgot. I totally forgot about this match. <laughs> totally... Oh, it did happen. I forgot, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shield uh, had the uh, different music than Roman Reigns. So people will say, yeah, you know, yeah. the same music. No, it's not. It's not the same music. Roman Reigns is totally different. different. Uh, and then Corporate Kane was just looked a mess. And the New Age Outlaws, I mean, they, they look, you know, it's funny because they really gave them an opportunity to just have one last run. And they gave them the titles, too. They they were just, it was interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, it is. New Age Outlaws was in good shape. It was good to see, yeah. you know, Sober Dog, Gold Dog, and. Billy Gunn is just, just a, a machine. He's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Corporate Kane just wearing those comedian, first Sunday communion slacks. Yeah. I, I just was like, come on, Kane. Like, Kane's just at a point in his career, like, I don't care. I've been here for 20 years. 
Yeah. Even for them to know who I am, I'm here for a paycheck. And he has legitimacy. I mean, he owns him and his wife. I mean, he owns uh, either he owns the bank or he owns the fee bank. And, yeah. and so he came to set. Um, I forgot about that match. You know, the baby shield. You know, uh, baby Ambrose, baby Seth, baby Rollins, um, baby Rollins and baby uh, Reigns. I forgot about that match. I was like, oh, this match happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was like, All right. wait a minute. What in the world? And I really had to see because they did the recap. Because you know, I'm not using another fan of recaps. Uh, just all I over am. and over and over again. But this one actually worked because I was like, how in the world did this come about? The the Kane and the Outlaws against the Shield. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I do remember. It's coming back to my memory because they, you know, the, the authority wanted Shield to, you know, align with them, and they didn't. And so, yeah, and so Kane did his deal, and then the New Age Outlaws was a part of the authority, which, <laughs> which is interesting too. To say that the New Age Outlaws was a part of the authority, which was quite odd. One thing Michael Cole said during that match was. Uh, uh, as far as he was thanking people, he's different. He was thanking different providers of of WrestleMania 30, and he said through your local cable company. I'm like, <laughs> three years yeah. later doesn't even exist. Everything is yeah, just exclusively right. networked. Yeah, right. And I say Triple H and Daniel Bryan. You know, Daniel Bryan did the, the most over in the company at that time. There's nobody hotter. There's nobody. Right. Nobody more yeah. over and. And just to think how you can take little mistakes, you know, if it wasn't him getting beat in 18 seconds, I believe that maybe at 28, um, mm. we wouldn't have had the yesterday, no chance. Yeah, absolutely. So now, Speaking of, uh, the, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Speaking of uh, getting cheered, Roman Reigns were, was cheered three years ago. How about that? So yeah, uh, Andre and Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So, <laughs> so I just wanted uh, to go through the list of people who aren't there anymore. It was good that she, uh, that uh, Cesaro won. That was a very interesting. And then the, the yeah. lifting him up, he seemed like he did it with these. My gosh, just yeah. a freak. Um, but yeah, so I want to go through the people who aren't there anymore. Yoshitatsu, not there. Brad Maddox had him on my show, not there. Brodus yeah, yeah. Clay, not there. Great Khali, not there. Drew McIntyre had him on my show, not there. Um, Santino, you had him, not there. Yeah, Damian Sandow, not there. Justin not Gabriel, there. not there. Otonga yeah. retired. Um, Tyson Kidd, you might as well say he's retired. Cody Rhodes, not so there. Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ray Mysterio. I was, and I was like, Wow, right. Oh, Christ, he was in it. Yeah, I forgot. Ray I was Mysterio. like, what? He was in it? Yeah. Ray, I was like, man, how, you know, oh, how the mighty have fallen, man. Just, yeah. Ray Mysterio was, just you know, he was such a big name for so long, and he was just relegated to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. <laughs> Mr. Left Knee himself is just waiting to get his release. Yes, yes. I've had five surgeries on my left knee. That's um, <laughs> Alberto Del Rio, not there anymore. Uh, so yeah, very very interesting stuff, man. And where the heck is uh, Sid Carra? Where has he been? Oh, he's there, back in Japan, uh, um, but he's back in Mexico. Yeah, well, that's that's Mexico. that's mysticism. That's that's the original uh, Sin Cara, but I'm talking about the oh, the one now. Tunico version. Oh, he's injured. Yeah, yeah, he's injured. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, injury. Yeah, Xavier yeah. Woods was in that match too. Yeah, Andre the Giant. Yeah, he was before the yeah. New Day. Yeah, before New Day. So he had no really, affi- no real affiliation. They just threw him in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin. I think I said Justin Gabriel. Yeah, he was there too. So yeah, it's like a great yeah, portion of those people <laughs> aren't even there. In remembrance of me, pretty much. Mm. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Future, future endeavors. Everybody right, the, the memorial, but right, the the actual the, the memorial battle royal, memorial the battle career battle. memorial battle royal. Yeah, Seamus <laughs> had his too many lies. He had, he had that uh, song, and that was uh, pretty yeah. funny. Uh Bray Wyatt had a live interest. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, Tekka Lesnar, Ricardo Rodriguez was on Spanish yes. commentary. I did not. I yeah, forgot about know. that. Yeah, I and I and I interviewed him on my show in December, and I forgot that he was on. I would have asked him about that. This is thoughts about him being on the commentary commentary well, team when Taker lost the streak. I end up, I end up getting yeah, I end up getting him on this on the show on my show this year. I'll make sure I ask that, and I'll make sure I mention you. Um, yes, yeah, please. You, you know, you. You, you know, you know, take take it, take it and Brock. A lot longer than what I thought. Um, Taker clearly um, brought Philly in better shape. Other the match was okay. And you could just tell Taker was done um, within like oh, yeah. 10 minutes of the match. Taker was done. Yeah. Crowd reaction. The whole the whole crowd was dead. The arena just went in a straight swamp. This was the whole match, died. though. It was just a really, just a really draggy yeah, match. Yeah. And I think it's due to Taker. Taker was just old and tired. Yeah, he was. Brock's yeah, the Uncle Festus look too. That was just that was the worst mania look taker to me ever. The Uncle Festus taker, I, I just couldn't stand. I'm so glad. Just the subtle things to me, good. I noticed. I'm so glad he grew his hair back. Yeah, well, he looked better than he did at uh, Mania 29 the year before. The in the cell when he just cut his hair off. Yeah, I preferred. I, I didn't like that at all either. But I preferred that than just the the faux hawk. Just it was yeah, just, yeah. yeah just the, the the dead man strip. It was it was it was horrible. <laughs> to me. It was well, horrible. I, I I do love that Ministry of Darkness beard he had back. I do love that. Nah, 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 nah. You know that oh, that, that was, beard was yeah. cool, but, it, but it's, his head. Yeah, the just, beard. Was uh, cool. Yeah, 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 that the, that the head thing. Yeah, the that Western, what, yeah, Westernized what what West take with that hat and that coat. I do love the coffins though, that was great. Oh yes, definitely. I, really and I do, I do like and then other treat said well, my man said the millennial man. Nobody keeps skipping over him in the promos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh the one of the funniest Sid promos to me is what he was <laughs> he was talking to all of that. Uh, he said, I am half the man. I'm half the man you are. You are half the man. Half the brain. You are half the man I am. And I'm half the brain. You do. <laughs> and they were just sitting there like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was funny, and then of course the one with uh, Jim Ross, you know, he was. We're like, live, Can I try this again? Uh, no, we're live, pal. We're live, pal. <laughs> I have half the break. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. I, I, I used to laugh at Sid, Sid, Sid Gator and Flair for some reason when he saw Hogan, he always used to love yelling his name. How did I? 
it's why you, the microphone is like this, and why you yelling? <laughs> right. Oh man, yeah. Masters of the Power Bomb uh, interview. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Him and Vader, good gosh, and Harley Race. Oh man. Oh yeah. man. Real quick, quick uh, Diva, uh, Diva's Invitational. We have Rosa Mendez. Uh, she looked so green. That was so oh, sad. Gosh. Yeah, we only got about a, uh, we got like a minute. So uh, I also want to see people. I also wanted to say to people who aren't there from the uh, Vicky Guerrero Invitational, AJ Lee's not there, Asana's not there, Cameron's not there, uh, Layla's not there, um, and Rosa Mendez. So yeah, another future endeavored <laughs> battle royal for two, two for yeah. two. Yeah. And then the real quick, yeah. the uh, main event, we got about a minute left. Uh, another live interest for Orton, and no pyro yeah. for Batista. Nah, I'm just black. Uh, you know, yeah. shout out to Orton's entrance. Uh, Lee singer forehead veins about to pop out his head. I love the Orton with both belts. Batista owned yeah. a similar version. Love the tattoos and his Illuminati tights. Triple H and Supreme, the great storytelling. Really enjoyed the match. Took a time yeah. watching it. High crowd. Uh, head set from Batista Look at his head when he set up for the yes block And uh, Daniel Bryan, the savior of Mania Because the crowd in the arena was dead That's Oh yeah Yes, was definitely true Yeah um, I think because the band equipment was out there Because I wouldn't come out But yeah, this the shaven head Type of Guardian of the Galaxy So it's just expert to me all right, real yeah. quick, uh, let the listeners know about Under the Mat Radio. Give me about uh, 15 seconds. Uh, thank you, everybody, listening here. Uh, under the Mat Radio, uh, blogtalkradio.com. That says Under the Mat Radio. Every Tuesday is live, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We will have next Tuesday from the musician and author, Daniel, uh, Daryl Davis. We just want to see Bobby Show on NBC talking about his book, Clandestine Relationships, Black Man and Viewpoint, and Keep Us Clear and Racism. And uh, we'll be talking about WrestleMania 11 next, some point on my network. Check out what's on the show and what time and what day. Sounds good. And of course, as always, 258 episodes in the books. Thank you so much for Christopher Daniels. I'm pulling for him. Hopefully, you win the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, follow us at Crave Wrestling on Twitter, Facebook, fan page at Crave Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless you all. We appreciate another week listening to the it's been show. An honor. Uh, it's been it's been an honor. It's really an honor. appreciate all the support all week. I look at the numbers and just humbled by all your support. Thank you so much for again for listening this week. And be sure to check out World World Class Professional Big Time Wrestling and also Ring of Honor fifth anniversary. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, have a good week. God bless you all. Chris Featherstone, Evertech Proud. Craig Rusty Pancakes of Power Stamp Sunday. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.